0: Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you for joining me today. Can you believe we're almost at the end of May? I can hardly believe this school year is almost at an end. Has this year flown by for you like it's flown by for me? Wow. Okay, so this reminds me of two things before I begin the story. One, because it's almost the end of the month, next week I will be gifting away one deck of consideration cards to a lucky winner who leaves me an iTunes review. So be sure to do that if you haven't yet. And two, I will be coming to the States in less than two months. I have been fortunate for the past 10 years to be able to spend my summers with my family in New Jersey. And during that time, I create space to offer some of my Getting Unstuck work to those who would like to work with me. I haven't yet announced this yet in an email from my newsletter yet, but it's coming soon. I am very interested to offer a one-day Getting Unstuck mini-retreat either on a Sunday or midweek somewhere in the New Jersey, New York, Delaware, Tri-State region. And on this mini retreat, we would spend morning to night learning and practicing the tools of getting unstuck. And we would do some individualized coaching in a group setting. And we would do some partner work, some meditation, some gentle body movement, some mindful eating and much more. I'm interested to see who may be interested to join me. If you are, definitely email me as soon as possible because I will be starting to set this up soon, and the spaces for sure will be limited. Okay, let's get right on to the really funny story that I promised you from last week. At least, I think, looking back, it's quite funny. Okay, here we go. So for the past year or so, I have been volunteering to run a baseball program for the kids in my community on Saturday afternoons. It's not really a program. It's more like a couple of hours each Saturday for the kids to gather and play, but they need a parent organizer. And since my two sons were the initiators of this program, I agreed to volunteer to run it and be the study pitcher. Because, of course, the kids need a study pitcher, and the kids can't do the pitching themselves. Just to paint you the full picture. During those two hours each Saturday, My husband is playing board games with some friends and neighbors. That's his weekly tradition, and that is awesome. So last week, about an hour into the baseball game, my husband comes to the field, which was weird because he's usually playing games at this time. Anyway, the teams were just changing sides, and I saw my husband pick up a bat. And I looked at him really confused. I was like, what is he doing? Didn't he see that we were in the middle of a game for kids, right? (laughs) There were no adults in this program, it's just kids. And then I thought maybe he didn't realize that because he hasn't come to any of these practices, but he can surely see now that he is the only one over the age of 13. I knew he wanted to have a chance at batting, but I wasn't going to let that happen because I'm really strict with how I lead this group. I mean, These kids are Israeli, and they have no experience with what baseball is. Baseball really isn't played in this country, and the kids here have no clue about anything. They don't know how to play. They don't know what the rules are. They don't even know how to hit. I mean, seriously, some of the kids on the first day that I ran this program thought that they were supposed to hit the ball with one hand. And another kid was expecting me to roll the ball on the ground so he could hit it like a golf ball. I kid you not. These kids were super clueless. And so week after week, I've been teaching them and building them up so they can understand and play the game properly. Each week, I teach them a new rule, like stealing, for example, or what happens when you catch a pop-up. Or that when running from base to base, you can't run too far outside the line that connects one base to the next. And another rule I was super strict about was that if you agreed to play on any given Saturday, then you stay committed to playing until we were done. Early on, I saw that there were some kids that had an interest in playing, but when they had their turn at hitting, they would then leave. And that would leave us with a team with not enough kids, and we'd have to regroup, and it was really annoying. And plus, it was important to me to teach the kids values, such as dependability and accountability and support. So at least on my watch, no kid ever shows up in the middle of a game and stands at home plate and asks to be thrown a pitch. I mean, no kid would dare to do that when I'm the person running the show. And there was my husband doing just that. And I was like, seriously, now I got to deal with this? What is he, four years old? Isn't it enough that I have to deal with 20 other kids? And this one not liking my ump decision. And that one thinks the teams are unfair. And that one thinks we shouldn't do stealing. And that one's complaining it's too hot and on and on and on. I mean, I'm not getting paid to do this. And there was my husband standing at home plate, bat in hand, saying, throw me a pitch. And I'm like, no. (laughs) And he said, come on. And I'm looking at the kids behind him, waiting patiently for their turn to bat, although no one was complaining out loud, to be honest. But anyway, I said, very matter-of-factly, we're in the middle of a game, Boaz. And boy, did he not like that. What the heck is wrong with you? He shouted in front of all the kids. And my knee-jerk reaction was, what's wrong with you? Can't you see we're in the middle of a game? He was so pissed at me. He was so, so angry. I think he may have also been a little bit embarrassed, but I wouldn't know that for sure. What was for sure was that he was pissed off. And as I started throwing a pitch to the next kid at bat, I saw my husband leave the field. When the baseball game ended and I went home, I felt my husband was being cold to me. He wasn't being at all friendly. And I kind of expected that. He was hurt. He was stuck on a lot of emotions for sure. But he didn't raise the situation until later that night. Why did you have to do that? He barked angrily in the bedroom. I knew, of course, to what he was referring. And I responded the same exact way I had earlier. Why did you have to do what you did? Didn't you see we were in the middle of a game? And he let it all out. Why do you have to be so serious? Why can't you lighten up a bit? Why couldn't you have given me just one pitch, just one? What seriously could have happened? None of the kids would have cared. And I reacted quickly. How do you know they wouldn't have cared? They've been with me for months and I'm strict with them in order to keep things in order. You wouldn't know, you've never come to the field once in all the months I've been doing this. You don't even know what I've created up here. You don't know how far these kids have come from knowing nothing to being able to play a really awesome game. Yes, I'm strict, but that's what keeps things in order. You really have a lot of audacity expecting, I would just throw you a pitch. Plus, you don't even play baseball. You didn't grow up with baseball. How do you know it would have been just one pitch? Maybe it would have taken you two, or five, or ten to get a hit. And then what? Did you think of that? But the teams were switching sides, Shira. You totally could have pitched me one before the next kid was ready. You just didn't want to. You have no heart. (sighs) And we went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth for a long time. Neither of us could see the other person's side. I knew I was right. I was running that baseball show. I did nothing wrong and yet he thought he was right. He didn't see the harm that could have been done if I had given him one pitch. And so we were at a stalemate. Each of us defending our point of view, and neither of us, and certainly not us as a couple, were getting anywhere. And this is when I took responsibility for the situation. Yes, I thought my husband was stuck, super stuck. But Perhaps I was too. Perhaps there was more to the situation than I was really being truthful about. Plus, I certainly wasn't feeling good in that moment, so I took myself through the stuck method. S. I took a stop. I had been crying at that point for like an hour. It was an ugly scene. We were acting like little kids. I mean, really. It was definitely not our most mature conversation. And so I took a stop. First of all, I redirected my attention to my breath. I sat on my bed, breathing slowly, in and out several times. And I started to notice, without judging myself, what I was feeling and what I was thinking. T, I told myself I was stuck on frustration, anger, resentment, disappointment, and helplessness. I'm sure I had many more emotions I was stuck on than that, but those were some of them. And I felt those emotions all in my face like a dull pain. You, I uncovered my beliefs. I believed my husband shouldn't have stood at home plate and expect a pitch in the middle of the game. I believed my husband should know better. I believe my husband doesn't respect me. I believe my husband is childish. I believe my husband is impossible. I believe my husband won't ever understand me. I believe this was going to be the end of our relationship. And then I checked in with all those beliefs. He shouldn't have stood at home plate and expected a pitch? Well, he did do just that. So how do I know what should or shouldn't have happened if that's what happened? What's done is done. He should know better? Well, he hasn't seen even one of my sessions, so how should he know better? Maybe he didn't realize how strict I really was with this program. He doesn't respect me? I don't believe that truly. I know he does. I think he was just reacting automatically. Maybe my husband can act childish sometimes, but certainly not all of the time. Truthfully, I think we can all act childish sometimes. He's not impossible. He's actually usually very easygoing. I think my husband does understand me and respects what I've created. Again, I think he was just acting from a place of emotion. And I don't think our relationship will ever end, actually. So knowing that none of those beliefs were correct, I sat there trying to consider other alternatives and I came up with just one. It was actually a flip from one of my beliefs, the one where I said, I believe he doesn't respect me. I considered that I don't respect him. Now, don't get me wrong. It's not to say that I think what I did was wrong, because I don't. I'm glad I stuck with my values. That being said, my response to my husband standing at the bat, if I'm being 100% honest, was not loving. And it did not come from a place of respect, When I saw him at home plate, I immediately went to a place of anger and frustration and disappointment, whereas I realized in that moment I could have taken a few breaths and realized he's just being a kid and that he's actually injured in one of his legs and he can't do his favorite sport right now, which is running, for many months, and that hitting a baseball would have given him great joy. I considered another way. I could have, instead of yelling, no from the pitcher's mound, I could have approached him with love, given him a kiss, and quietly explained to him that I'd love to throw him a pitch once the game ends, but for now, I really want to keep the momentum of the game going, and I want the kids to see that I'm serious about my rules, one of which is that people don't enter mid-game just to take one hit. I considered I totally could have done that, but I didn't. Instead, I reacted from my inner child, all angry and upset. I considered I didn't really show respect to him that day. In fact, I considered the way I responded to him was even disrespectful. And I told him that, and I apologized. And I also suggested that what both of us need to be working on in this relationship is respecting one another for who we are and for who we are not. And if we both do this, we're going to be okay. He agreed and invited me for a long hug. And as we hugged, I I told myself it was okay that I got stuck on all those difficult emotions. I'm human and that happens. So let me ask you, Where have you gotten stuck in your life recently and you could have chosen another way? It's not to say that what you did was necessarily wrong because what you did was what you were supposed to do because that's what happened. That's the reality. But what we're doing here is looking forward in the future if such a situation arises again, What other way can you consider responding to that situation? It all starts with a thought. And then that thought can lead to a different and more beneficial reaction. I do believe that all of our stuck spots come into our lives for a reason. And until we learn what that reason is, those stuck spots are going to keep coming back. So it's so important, after you get yourself unstuck, take a look and try to find the lesson that is meant for you. Okay, my dear friends, so at the end of each episode, I try to leave you with just one thing, one thought or one action, but today I have three. I don't want to overwhelm you, but I'll mention them anyway. So, one, it's the end of the month, so be sure to enter in your review if you'd like to be entered into this month's giveaway. But if you forget, don't worry, you can do that next month. Number two, I'll be coming to the States this summer, and I'm interested to offer a one day Getting Unstuck mini retreat. And if you are interested, let me know as soon as possible. And three, stay tuned to next week's episode where I will introduce you to the most recent graduate of the Stuck Coaching Certification Program, who also happens to be someone very near and dear to my heart. This is going to be a very inspiring episode, so please be sure to tune in. Okay, my dear friends, that is it for today. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your day. And as always, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Getting Unstuck Podcast. For more information on programs, workshops and retreats, check out our website www.shiragura.com.